taste. Uh, yeah. Yeah, spontaneous. Spontaneous. Human combustion. <laughs> Boom. I'm gone. <laughs> Go on without Spontane- me. Spontaneity. Spontaneity? I don't know if that's the word <laughs> today. Uh, we don't relate. We don't. We don't even want. We are. Oh, yeah. We are Stephanie and Robin. Wow, you're just gonna introduce both of us. <laughs> All right, I got nothing to say. Go on. Oh wait, wait. That's it. I'm done. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Know. You have the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, very quickly approaching the end of season four of Dawson's Creek with the episodes "Admissions," "Eastern Standard Time," "Late." And Promicide. So, uh, I have these kind of, my notes kind of divided into little storylines for each episode. So, do you want to just kind of go episode by episode, but not, like, have to talk about all of it, but, you know, the storylines? That's fine. All right. All right. So, let's start with admissions. Um, We have some uh, good college news from uh, Joey, but... um, Unfortunately, it's not the greatest college news because even though she's accepted, uh, because her sister owns this bed and breakfast and is doing super well, uh, now she actually has to pay more than she was expecting. And you know what? She is not going to start her life being over $60,000 in debt. No way. (laughs) $60,000. Oh. (laughs) How times have changed. Uh, meanwhile, Dawson's been rejected by NYU. <laughs> yeah, but how that happened was they were at school and their parents can't open their mail or their parents can't oh. accept information because there is this law, as I have just figured out, uh-huh. I couldn't I couldn't sign uh, for my child to have her transcript sent from place to place. She has to do it. You know, uh, they can't. You know, really tell you. I mean, they can tell you. St- anyway, the kid has to. The student yeah. is responsible for it. So, um, so they call that's Joey. What that's all about because I was like, what the f-? like? Oh, yeah, why are they interrupting a, their school day? <laughs> like, okay, because I work in healthcare and there's HIPAA, which means that I can't if I tell you know your information to strangers or uh-huh. if I you know if I disclose information of a patient then i can be fired i can be uh i can have a huge fee you know uh, right. um, uh anyway so there's the, yeah, yeah it's yeah and so there's the kind of the same thing with students there's there are a lot of laws but wait a second for, wait a second uh, see, see gail and um bessie gave them the news over the phone so they didn't have to actually have to go home and sign for anything. They already had those packages. Ah, well, yeah, that, I don't know what all that meant. It was just a, a, a some plot device to get Joey and Dawson in the same place mm-hmm. and both excited about hearing news uh-huh. from from a college. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm here thinking, okay, so Gail already knows that Dawson didn't get into NYU. So she's going to call him in the middle of the day and be like, guess what? You guess what? I'm going to ruin the rest of your day. Yeah. <laughs> and then when this party's happening for Joey, Gail comes walking in with an envelope in front of everybody. Like, hey, uh, this envelope seems pretty thick, you know. But it could have been like, sorry, Dawson, you can't, you're not getting into USC either. 
But uh, fortunately, he did get into USC, <laughs> which, uh, by the way, is the uh, the college uh, that O.J. Simpson went to, which what I'm learning through watching that documentary. So uh, Dawson and O.J. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so generation apart. <laughs> well, is uh, is that where like Spielberg and Lucas and all went to school? Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and NYU, that's like Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> pro- probably, uh, uh, oh, who's Apocalypse Now guy? Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, he seems like a New York kind of person yeah. to me. New York, <laughs> New York. Yeah. So we find out during the storyline that Pacey is uh, kind of happy that Joey's not going. Yeah. Because uh, he says that, uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be his fault that she'd stay behind. It's actually finance, you know, financial aid's fault. Yeah, but he's kind of keeping his mouth shut about it. Mm. Yeah, and there's more to come out about that in a couple episodes, I guess. Uh. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, oh, that about you know that about uh, Joey not being able to, you know, yes, you can go to college, and but you can't afford it. That, oh, golly, you know, right now with my child about to go to college, there is so much of that, like, a lot of kids planning to, like, they have worked all through their senior year to save money, uh-huh. and they're going to go to, you know, the best school in the state, the most expensive school, well, no, yeah, most expensive school in the state, and uh, then reality hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you can't, there is no possible way for you to go. You can't afford you like college is so expensive now. You can't get enough loans to pay for it. It's just we live in such a bullshit system. It's like yeah. school should be free, uh, healthcare yeah, should and, be free. It's yeah, just, I don't understand. And then, and then you have these assholes. Well, which and you know if if you're a person who you know don't live like in poverty or you're not considered a poor person and you can't get loans and you can't afford for your, you know, your parents to pay for you to go to school, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're pissed that somebody is getting financial aid because they are in poverty, you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> cause I mean, that happens a lot here, you know, cause everybody here, like, doesn't make enough money to pay for it, but yet makes more money than you know uh, to you know to to qualify for financial aid. So everybody goes to community college. But and, you know, getting back to the topic, though, if you have a sorry, friend, no, it's yeah. okay. If you have a friend like Dawson, uh, you know, maybe you can go to college anyway. Yes, that that is very noble of Dawson yeah. to do to offer his money to. To Joey, I mean, I, I, that's. But when somebody does you a favor like that, you feel like it's a big deal. It, yeah, you have the pressure of you know doing well. You have you know living up to their expectations or waiting for them to the other shoe to drop. Like mm-hmm. what is? What do they want from me? What do they want? Yeah, you know. It's being held up. Could it be held over her head? Yeah. And, I, you know, Dawson at his worst might might actually do something like that. Because he does, he can be an awful person. <laughs> but maybe he's moved past that. Maybe, you know, Dawson has grown this season mm-hmm. and matured going through uh, the author 
situation and and uh, dating Gretchen, knowing Gretchen. So, but Joey does say something uh, just to close out this part of the episode. Joey does say our friendship won't survive this. Do you think that their friendship is going to survive, or do you think this is really going to screw things up? Oh, her taking the money. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing, Pacey is not going to like it. No. Dawson giving her money. And it's cool that Joey actually decided, you know what, before I take the check, here's my big secret. Even though she didn't really need to tell Dawson, it's not his business, but, um, you know, she goes ahead and tells him because to take the check and then say something that's going to potentially upset him afterwards might make... Make, might, might be rushing towards the our our friendship is not going to survive this. Yeah, so it's very complicated. Yeah. Um. <sighs> meanwhile, um, Jen and Jack are uh, you know trying to figure out what they want to do, and uh, Jack really wants to go to, to New York, and Jen's not too sure about that. So uh, Jen has to uh, work through through some therapy, and uh, t- and ends up talking to Drew about this as well. Yeah. <laughs> like this because it's like subconsciously she like she does not know what it is that subconsciously is keeping her away from new york yeah it's a sort of repressed memory yeah um and she's had to work through it i think one thing that kept bothering me through throughout this episode with jen's storyline is that she kept on sitting uh crisscross applesauce on dr frost's couch with her shoes on and i was like <laughs> come on what are you doing <laughs> i was like a, like a couple times like Shoes, you know, and then I write like shoes on the couch again. Oh wait, I need to focus on what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, did you not walk through town? You wa- yeah, it's not like she puts on a pair of like she puts on like a pair of slippers and then sits back on the couch, you know. Yeah. So she ends up having to talk to Drew. She wants to ask him what happened the night that they, uh, you know, they they ha- had a date and she had the sex with the other guy. On the bed, but the Drew, something happened with Drew, um, and he actually makes a joke. He's like, "Oh yeah, we were making out, and then your mom joined us." And I, I was like, "What?" I, like, I know, completely I took watching. it seriously because he's not funny. Yeah, yeah. Like he could, he he didn't deliver that. I know it was like that's not in a, joke. a sarcastic enough way yeah. for it to sound like he was. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's sick. Yeah, man, that's not even funny. Ugh. But, oh, I loved at the beginning of the episode, she calls Drew Captain Aho <laughs> instead of, like, Captain Ahab or whatever. Oh, I did note also in this whole Jen storyline that season four is the year of, uh, uh, well, you know, it's the year of Dawson redeeming himself as a, you know, human being and also the year of uh, uh, Jen becoming the klutz. <laughs> she just, like, drops brochures all over the floor. Like, they're putting more and more of those things where she's, like, falling those over. Those little so. touches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a, a, a great shot of her and Jack watching the goldfish. <laughs> yes. She couldn't, she had a repressed memory, so she watched goldfish. Yeah, yeah. And Jack is like, like, I'm becoming more and more convinced that you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Want to move on to the next episode? Oh, Jen went to therapy four days a week. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's working on <laughs> that's herself. Some, that's intensive therapy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my favorite, the next episode, yeah. Eastern Standard Time. I loved this episode. I love this episode, too, and I'm not sure if we love it for the same reasons, but uh, please, uh, what, what storyline do you want to start with? 
I don't know. This is written by uh, Kasdan, right? Uh, so uh, I was excited about, uh, you know, because the last episode he did, that was uh, a lot of fun, too. I remember, I, of course, I'm not remembering exactly which episode that was, even though it was probably a couple weeks ago. Uh, but this one was interesting, too. I mean, it is a senior ditch day. And uh-huh. uh, let's start with Joey and Jen. They go to New York together. That was that was wait, a big deal. Wait, can I talk about my child's senior ditch day? Oh, please. Go ahead. My child was the kid who told the counselor. The counselor came to my kid and said, you know, is tomorrow senior ditch day? <laughs> and where I was like, yep. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the one that narks. That narks on the senior class. (laughs) I don't even know what I did my senior ditch day. I just hung about, I think. I think we were such dorks. We didn't even do a senior ditch day. (laughs) All right. Okay, yeah. So Jen takes Joey to New York. And and it is awesome. Because, like, just the, like, the pure, you know, just uh, elation on Joey's face to see New York City. Yeah. You know, when Jen says, you know, all right, here's Tribeca, here's Midtown, here's uh, Rockefeller Center, there's the Empire State Building, yeah. Yeah. there's Central Park. <laughs> and, like, you know, just because I just came back from there, I'm like, oh, I want to go back to New York. Like, that expression on Joey's face is exactly how I felt when I was in New York. Oh, that's awesome. Like, like I'm scared. Scared to death, but this is awesome. This is like one of the greatest cities in the world. <laughs> uh, greatest city in the world. And, uh, greatest city in the world. On, the, on a bit of a down note, uh, this episode did air April 18th, 2001, just five months before uh, the September 11th attacks. Yep, and you can see the wind towers, towers there. Are there in the background. Fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jen's friend's name is Typo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to just like say typo. that. No, I think it's just typo. Like his name is like literally a, a typo. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the, the most important part of this is uh, meeting up with Jen's dad. And uh, so, what you did, were you charmed in him, with him at first, or were you like, no, something's going on here? Yeah, I was like, what is his problem? Like, he seems to be uh, happy to see his daughter, mm-hmm. yet. You know, why hasn't his daughter heard from him all these months? And, right. you know, like, is he really sensitive? Like, what is going on? This just seems weird. Now, is he so wrapped up in himself? Yeah. You know, and in his job? What is going on? Now, so she finally realizes yeah. that she she has the memory of um, he, she walked in and a neighbor girl, a young woman, who would be her age. Yeah. So a high school kid. So he was with a high school kid. And so that just totally freaked her out. Right. And it's funny because going into this episode, I was, I was, I had it in my back of my mind. I was like, she's repressing something. She was probably molested. Like, I can't believe Dawson's Creek is going there, but maybe Jen got uh-huh. molested as a kid. Um, but, uh, it's, we soon realize what's going on here, uh, when, you know, he's immediately like, call me Theo, 
And that whole conversation over dinner where he's like tuned right in on Joey and he's talking to her about how much he, you know, all about falling in love with New York City. And Joey is completely charmed by him, but Jen is just watching him suspiciously. He's totally becoming like super predator. (laughs) You know, and I bet lots of girls fall for that kind of garbage, you know? Oh, yeah. Older men. Mm -hmm. Especially girls that um, didn't have a father. Because, you know, a, a dad to a girl, you know, a girl needs a good father figure. Mm To have a good, uh, you know, like a good self-image of herself. You know, the way a father treats a daughter is just very important Mm -hmm. to how she's going to grow up. And so, uh, I guess if a girl grows up without a father or has like weird father issues, then an older man could charm them and sweep them off their feet. And then, uh, and so that shows how... uh, you know, because, yeah, you did g- jump to the conclusion that Jen, that most of the time when people have bad memories that they repress, it is because of molestation or right. something. But I guess uh, just that shock of seeing your father in a different in, the, in that light, how he could uh, take advantage of a young girl, I guess that could shock you so much that you would repress those memories. Yeah, she said this whole thing about like how he left the door open and stuff, and I wasn't sure if she was implying that he knew that Jen was there and still just kept on doing what he was doing, you know? Grossness. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. Um, Alright, so um, we also begin the downfall of Pacey in this episode where uh, because he he decides to be the good guy and stay behind and not do senior skip day, um, he's going to work on a test and study for another test. And uh, I have to say, it's really sad to see Pacey just completely crumble under Drew and his bullshit, yeah. you know? He just, yeah, he just gave in. Just he was like, given. just uh, seduced to the dark side. <laughs> he does even make a Star Wars <laughs> quote here. <laughs> Moss Eisley, you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. Uh, which is awesome because, you know... <laughs> Uh, the writer's dad wrote Empire Strikes Back. So, um, uh. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, shenanigans uh, happen. He gets, gets really drug, drunk and um, and then gets arrested. Well, not arrested, but get, gets pulled out of there by Doug. And uh, he says, you know, this is it for me, Doug. This is it for me. And, yeah, this is the whole... I remember, I remember, not specifics, but I do remember Pacey being just so beat up. I mean, I'm not sure if I actually saw it in these episodes, but I might have saw it a little bit here and there. Anyway, the whole, the whole townie thing where he just cannot get out of the mindset of like, I don't know. I'm never getting out of here. I'm never going to get, I'm not worth anything. I'm, I suck. Yeah, this is, this is as good as it's going to get for me. Yeah, I might as well just give up. I might as well just drink with this douchebag Drew, you know? And uh, that whole thing where he comes home and there's that whole um, montage to uh, the great uh, Cowboy Junkies uh, cover, Sweet Jane. Um, Pacey comes home and he looks in the mirror at himself, and uh, you know, which is right above his school books. And I'm just like, yeah, you're a dummy. Look at yourself, you stupid idiots. <laughs> uh, so it's just sad to see Pacey 
go that way. But um, mm-hmm. can I talk about my favorite part of this episode? Okay, if you must. <laughs> <laughs> Gretchen and Dawson's storyline. Okay, so she starts like being nostalgic about her senior ditch day mm. or whatever, and she grabs him. No, he uh, he grabs her and he's like, "Okay, come on, we're gonna we're leaving. Let's go." Yeah, he wants a true they love go- adventure too, doesn't he? He wants to. Yeah. yeah. So they jump up and they go to leave, and she puts on a jacket over her jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> really? I was like, "That's so weird." Like, she had a blue jean jacket on, and she put on, like, another, like, a lime green jacket over her blue jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get uh, up into, close, you know, up into Maine, and it's funny because, you know, Dawson makes it, mentions that, oh, I've never done anything like this before, you know, running away like this, being spontaneous. And I was like, what about that time you and Pacey stole Mitch's car and took off to Maine? Like, <laughs> just not going to remember that? Uh Anyway, uh, so they get a flat tire when they're up in Maine, and so this is where I'm like, every other minute I'm like scribbling something down, like, oh my god, I was freaking out. Why? Because there was a ton of Twilight Zone references in this episode. Really? And of course, you know, I just did a watch of Twilight Zone. I've never seen Twilight Zone before, but I watched the entire series through, so this is all fresh in my mind. And even Dawson calls it out in the town. He's like, does this seem eerily like the Twilight Zone? And it's so funny because, like, nobody but a Twilight Zone fan or somebody who's really familiar with the Twilight Zone would get these jokes, like, uh, or references. Huh. Here they are. Okay. Uh, first, he references uh, Rutger Hauer and the Hitcher, which, you know, it, there is a Twilight Zone episode called The Hitchhiker. Um, where this woman keeps passing this hitchhiker on the road and just keeps passing him and passing him. He just keeps peering in front of her and, and you know, every few miles. And he's just, like, going my way. And it turns out to be death. And, you know, and that it's... she's actually actually died in a car, car accident. But it hasn't happened oh. yet. Okay, whatever. Uh, now, there's a sign that says, Willoughby, Maine, six miles. And there's actually an episode called A Stop at Willoughby, um, where this man is on a train and he keeps seeing this the train stop at this town that seems to be like stuck back in time. And, uh, you know, he's like a, a guy who's overworked and his wife hates him and stuff like that. So finally, at the end of the episode, he gets off at the train stop and, you know, lives happily ever after in like the 1800s. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Dawson actually looks at the sign and... And and he goes, oh, good, Walking Distance. And Walking Distance is a name of an episode of Twilight Zone. Oh, my god! <laughs> where a man's car breaks down a few miles from his hometown, and he walks there, and he meets his younger self. And uh, um, he, it's pretty cool, because it, it he actually causes this accident by, you know, getting all, like, frantic with this kid, uh, which causes this limp that he has later in life. And finally, um, we had the guest appearance of Pat Hengel, who plays Herb the Mechanic. Um, uh, Now, uh, you know, it's like a funny little um, uh, cameo. Most people probably know Pat Hengel from playing Commissioner Gordon in the original Batman films. Um, Tim Burton's Batman's. 
but he was a, a guest star in um, in on Twilight Zone as well, in an episode called "The Incredible World World of uh, Horace Ford," and he played Horace. And Horace is an older man who's obsessed with his childhood, goes back to his old neighborhood, and sees kids he used to play with, and he ends up turning into a little boy himself. So it, there's all these little references to like men going back to these places and wanting to forget about everything and get lost in nostalgia, and uh, you know it, it's very much Dawson, you know. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So wow. I, I was freak. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me with this?" I I, I couldn't believe it. So um, that was pretty much all the references I caught. And if you're a Twilight Zone fan and you're listening, perhaps feel free to let me know if there's any others that uh, uh, I missed. But uh, I was I was definitely freaking out about that because it's like Jake Kasdan like wrote this into the scripts, and I mean Dawson does call it out and says, "Does this seem eerily like the Twilight Zone?" But like, there's no like. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like if you've seen the Twilight Zone or you're familiar with it, you would get these, but not not at yeah. all. Otherwise, like you can without without it, you can enjoy the episode. But with with the yeah. knowledge of the show, it's it's so much more uh, enjoyable. But anyway, this this little storyline kind of ends up with um, Dawson and uh, Gretchen on the beach, and they're gonna. He's he's making his play, but he realizes, you know, or she said that, um, you know, this is all about you being upset that Joey slept with Pacey, and you need to drop all that baggage. Um, and uh, she wants him when he's not trying to prove something to himself. Yeah. So yeah, uh, when. Before, when Dawson didn't know Joey had slept with Pacey, Dawson didn't want to ha- to have sex with Gretchen. Now that he knows that Joey has, now he's ready. But now Gretchen realizes that all this is very complicated <laughs> and how much everybody still cares about each other, yeah. even though they're not together. Right. Yeah. So... So that's all I had for this episode. <laughs> Unless you had something else. Uh, can we go back to the Jen and Joey in New York? Yes, please. I nearly had a panic attack <laughs> at the thought of Jen and Joey being separated in New York City without cell phones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh my God! What did what did we do? What did we do before cell phones? How did we ever find each other? Well, there was phone booths, I think. <laughs> uh, they had paper maps. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were in New York, we were at the Museum of Natural History, mm-hmm. and I lost my phone. Oh, and I was panic. I was I was like, okay, where's the nearest Verizon store? I must go buy a new phone yeah. right now because how am how am I going to function in New York City without a cell phone, without the internet? I get so mad. Information. I get so mad when I'm away on a trip or out of town or something, and my phone isn't working. The cell tower is not in range. Like that's not a place where my phone gets service. It really pisses me off because I'm just like, what the fuck is this phone for? <laughs> like, I want to toss yeah. it out the window because I'm like, this is oh, what oh, the, we need the phone for. It's not, yeah. it's not to play Candy Crush on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or uh, my the battery, my, my, I need a new phone. It's time to upgrade my phone. Mm-hmm. My battery is so bad that it does not last all day. Yeah. So when I, when I was in D.C. or I was in New York, we were, you know, your, the battery's dead. What? What do you do? 
I have actually two uh, like remote remote chargers that I charge up. I do, but I can't find the cords that you charge them oh, yeah. to it's, a computer it's with. Different. It's a different cord, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, not important. Not important. It, anyway, h- how did we function before <laughs> the internet, uh, you know, uh, the information superhighway? I don't know. It seems like just yesterday that Jack was teaching Andy how to ch- – or Andy was teaching Jack how to chat. <laughs> <laughs> Before there was anything to chat about, like what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What do we do with this information? Oh, this, this technology? There's nothing to do with Just it." Just get on like an AOL chat room and start like hate watching um, <laughs> some show. Uh, all right, uh, so let's go on to the next episode, which is late. Which I do believe I called out. We were joking that perhaps Joey's uh, monthly is late. Yeah, and I just was not expecting <laughs> such an obvious storyline here. <laughs> I'm so, so glad it didn't actually end up being true. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I wrote down, this episode should be called False Alarms. Because <laughs> Gail has see, about I three. For- yeah, uh, <coughs> yeah, so Gail's thinking she's going into labor and she forgot all about Braxton Hicks contractions. <laughs> well, it's been a while. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, I love the little jokes, uh, you know, between Gail and Mitch. Uh, they're like, oh, I got, I got you John Tesh, I got you Kenny G. And she's like, I want to relax. I don't want to be put in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole, uh, uh, the naming party, the naming shower. And Mitch yeah. does like traditional male joke, which is just, come on, Dawson, let's get out of here before the vagina monologue start. <laughs> oh. It's, you know, so much has changed because these days people have parties mm. for everybody to be to get. You yeah. know, like guys attend baby showers now. Yeah, yeah. But back then, oh, too much est- uh, too too much estrogen. <laughs> but we better get out of here. Oh. I don't know. You know, girls girls get more of a kick out of these things. I mean, statistically, I'm sure girls get more of a kick out of these things than guys do. I understand there's some guys who get right into like. The thought of going to a baby name shower, like, let's go talk to our friend who needs help trying to figure out what to call her baby. <laughs> and Yeah, these days, uh, uh, you, let's just text. Yeah, yeah. We'll just text her name. Here's a link to a site I found. <laughs> it's all about, like, <laughs> unique baby popular names. Popular baby names. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Can we talk about young nurses that I work with these days, these millennials, these names that people name their children uh, now, these uh, all these 20-year-olds, yeah. oh, my Lord. All misspelled. I think that's the worst one. Like, I don't yes. mind the, um, I don't mind the, uh, uh, the, the pop culture reference uh, here and there, even though it's like, you look at them like, like it's, you know, like that tattoo you should, probably shouldn't get because, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's going out of style. Yeah. yeah. Um, Katie, K A D A, like like uh, Mean Girls, Katie, or uh, oh, I saw Dawson today. I just remembered mm. a guy, a very young guy. His name is Dawson. Nice. Yeah, that's a pretty cool name. Now Dawson, that's a neat name, but you know all these girls named Griffin and Drew and <laughs> like that's so weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see. I don't mind the. 
I mean, my name's Robin, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, uh, 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 but the, uh. The ginger swapping. When it's so obviously misspelled is when I, I get so, like, yeah. upset about it. Like, if someone. Like you're just misspelling it for it to be different. Like. Like Gretchen yeah. spelled like G-R-E-C-H-E-N or something like that. No, no, no. There's a T in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Morgan came in while I was watching Dawson's Creek. And she said, what is Dawson doing kissing a 40-year-old woman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, she should have been around during the first season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I introduce you to someone named Tamara? <laughs> More than that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did want to say, like, what the... Like, why would you ever have a baby named Shower? Like, when... I know when... Who cares? Who cares what other people think about the name you're going to name your baby? <laughs> you know how, like, I used to, like, do podcasts where I'd put, like, a song at the end, and if somebody called out the song... Like, I did this with FisherCast. Uh, which was mm-hmm. a Six Feet Under podcast, uh, to anybody who cares. Um, when somebody would actually call, like, Des would call out, like, what song would be great to put at the end of the podcast to reflect the episode, I would immediately be like, I'm not going to pick that song. Yeah, just like That wasn't my idea, so it's not even as, as fun for me anymore. Uh-huh. I can't imagine, like, having an, uh, a party where somebody would be like, you need to name your baby this, you know, and me actually going, yeah, you know what? That's right. That's a good name. Thank you for giving me that name. I I, I don't think I could ever do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Gail, I think, came to the idea of naming the baby uh, Lillian, um, not because it was suggested, but because they were talking about Joey's mom. And, uh... Can I just say, uh, as manly as I am about baby showers, I got a little uh, misty in that ho- uh, that uh, final scene with the one where you find out that the baby's name is Lillian, and just looking at Joey's face and oh god, yeah, <laughs> it was it. Oh, okay, I'm about to cry now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What's your mom's name?" Yeah, it, but uh, it was like, okay, <laughs> okay, it was like, you know, Joey, you're so special to us. Yeah. You know, we want to do this for you. And yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's also Dawson is always going to be reminded of Joey. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, I was just kind of laughing because uh, I was thinking this also could be another thing like, well, Joey, we gave you $15,000. We named the baby <laughs> after your mom. I don't now know, you have could to be do a, what we... You could be a little bit more gracious. I'm just saying, Joey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to do everything we say for the rest of your life. You owe us. Uh, Betsy does get something wrong in this episode. Uh, she said that uh, her baby, Alexander... Um, was born during a hurricane. That's not correct because the hurricane was uh, season one, episode five, which is hurricane. <laughs> and uh-huh. season one, episode six is when she had her baby because that was called baby. <laughs> <laughs> so they're definitely two different episodes. So it wasn't during a hurricane at all. After hurricane. Uh, oh, the good old days when TV writers didn't have to remember everything that happened. Uh, Yeah, where's the show Bible, Dawson's Creek? Actually, they're they're a lot better than some shows are. Um, So, so yeah, Joey ends up telling uh, Gretchen about the fact that she's late because Pacey is nowhere to be found. 
Um, and when Bessie finds out, they, she loses her shit completely, and it gets down to like her saying, "What do you think? You're better than me? You think you just you shouldn't be stuck here with a baby?" And blah blah blah. blah. Uh, oh, it's just so so sad. Yeah, that was so like I don't know. That seemed to be a, a not in not within character of Bessie. That was like, yeah. Where did that come from? Well, you know, she, she could be uh, low on sleep because we did see a scene in this episode where she's like, "This is the one quiet moment I have," which is like really <laughs> early in the morning. Um. So yeah, luckily, uh, yeah, she's Joey's fine. She's not. She's not pregnant. So, um, Gretchen got a job in Boston, or she thought she was getting a job in Boston. Was that this episode? Yeah. Yeah. And then she ends up missing her train. So there's that. And um, uh, Toby falls victim to a, a, a violent crime. Um, uh, so we are getting the... Uh, th- this is uh, the beginning of the uh, redemption of Toby, I think. <laughs> Although I'm glad that Jack still calls him out in the next episode about like, yeah, you weren't the most pleasant person to get along with. <laughs> um, yeah, because... Uh, Jack is starting to realize, you know, where before he was, uh, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to be a, an, you know, uh, activist. I'm not an activist. Right. And now he's starting to realize, oh, if, you know, you care about people and you care about their well-being, uh, maybe I have no choice. I need to get involved. I need mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, step up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to be, uh, too, uh, Look the other way, and yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting argument. I mean, again, <laughs> I was watching the OJ documentary, and uh, the first part there's a lot of a lot of it is about how f- quick OJ's star rose in the '60s and the early '70s, and yet, um, um, you know, there was a lot of like racial uh, problems at that time, and you know, terribly the Watts riot and all that, and. Uh, there were black sports uh, people that were standing alongside of you know activists and whatever, but OJ actually didn't want any part of it because uh, he his belief was that you know he doesn't see black and white; he just wants to be he just wants people to see OJ, you know. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, and then he moves to Brentwood. Yeah. yeah. And he surrounds himself like you know uh, Robert Kardashian was his best friend. Right. Uh, he did. He had one black friend, which was uh, what's his name, Cap Callens. What is his name? I can't remember. You know, he had a black friend, but this black friend was um, he wasn't a bit as big a superstar, as big a star as OJ. Yeah. You know, he was just he was a professional ball player, but he was kind of a you know a hanger on, a uh, somebody who just what am I trying to say? Like just a uh. Kind of like an entourage person. Hotel writer. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, like, I didn't realize there were two white Broncos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't have to get into all that. But, <laughs> but you know, A.C. A. Cowling. Yeah, yeah. That's his name. Yeah. But A.C. Cowling's bought a Bronco just because O.J. had a Bronco. Right, right, yes. He was that kind of person. Yeah. So it's not like... And then when they got into the trial, uh, are you talking about Shapiro, people versus OJ or the actual documentary? Uh, people versus OJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
or real life or whatever. But uh, Shapiro, or no, what's his name? Kardashian? No, the other lawyer. Johnny Cochran? Johnny Cochran. He tried to uh, change OJ's image. image, Yes, change the whole house to make it look like he was more of a, you know, for his people kind of person than he really was. And how did we get on this? Well, I was, you know, (laughs) kind of comparing it to like, you know, this weird thing where it's like, if you are a part of a uh, community that is in the minority or is a victim, can be victims of hate crime and stuff like that, um, does that automatically mean that you need to get involved in the activism surrounding that? So, you know, so it, it, it's it's tough for me to say, like, you know, Jack, I mean, you know, just like, you know, OJ really was perceived as a really huge asshole because he made a lot of money and uh, he could and he was he he was a huge star yeah and he, he you know some people yeah more. some people might say that he had a responsibility to uh, the black community he could have done more than he did right and he had the opportunity but he didn't and here's Jack who is you know football player. Um, letter jacket wearing guy, you know, pretty much accepted by his peers. And Toby sees him and he's like, you know, he might as well be straight, you know? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. maybe people see OJ and say, he might as well be white, you know? So, mm-hmm. I don't know how I ended up comparing Jack to OJ, but um, let's mm-hmm. get but far, you got, far But you got OJ that. on the brain. Yeah, right? yeah, sorry. I was watching the <laughs> documentary today. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, the only other thing I wanted to say about this little storyline was the. What do you think about that fourth grader, huh? This, this is the second episode with that fourth grader. You think he's a? Uh, think he's overacting a bit, or did the? Uh, I wrote down. Did the writers consult the uh, precocious Saurus? Because <laughs> <laughs> wow, I I was like, all right, he's doing kind of he's doing the same exact thing he did last last time we saw him, which was. Just being like off the wall, you know, smart Alec. Um, a lot of the, a lot where you had the, you, you had problems with uh, Jerry Maguire kid uh, when he came on the show. Just like he just, yeah. wasn't just a kid; he was like a, a smart Alec, you know. Uh, uh, too smart for his britches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, he didn't bother me. I'm okay with him. Yeah, we had. Uh, we're not. He's not in every. You know, when Dawson and Pacey uh, want to go have some time to bond you know this kid doesn't come biking out of the woods like hey i found him (laughs) you didn't get away from me uh 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 you want to get into some uh, promicide (laughs) all i know is hashtag pacey is capeside (laughs) i am capeside All right, all right. We got to do that at the end because <laughs> there's, okay. there's just so much. Um, okay. First, we can just talk about uh, Gretchen and Dawson. Gretchen and Dawson. Okay. Gretchen doesn't get the job. She was going to do this, and then she didn't get the job. Um, and uh, Joey catches Dawson buying condoms, and Gretchen's feeling very weird because she's coming to a prom, and she's been out of high school. For- a grown woman. <laughs> yeah. Who fills out that dress? Yeah, like you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's there's this very big uh, um, 
kind of reversal of things from the anti-prom where, you know, last season um, Joey and Pacey were having a moment, like this really romantic moment, and there's Dawson um, and I believe Andy watching on the sidelines, uh, like, what the hell is going on? This time, Joey and Dawson are... You know, they're not having a moment. They're being friendly and having a good time. And there's Gretchen and uh, Pacey on the sidelines going, oh, shit. You know, like, they're, they're so obviously meant to be together, you know, from our point of view that there's, you know, it's time to just break things up. And Gretchen totally dumps him at his prom <laughs> and says, you, you know, she's got to go on with her life. This is not my life. And, um... Seeing you chase Joey, um, this is not my place. And she says, I'm not a fan of impossible situations. So, uh, Gretchen Witter. I don't know if we're going to see her again, but, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was handled really well over several episodes, her coming to the realization of Dawson loves Joey. You know, I might as well just leave. I mean, at every turn, Dawson just screwed this up. Like, every time, like, every conversation we've seen with Dawson and Gretchen, Joey would come up in one Mm -hmm. way or another. And it was just ridiculous. And the fact that Mm -hmm. Dawson was, like, communicating, like, like, I'm sorry, if I was kind of hurt over my ex-girlfriend... Um, getting it on with my, you know, ex-best friend. Um, but yet I also wanted to possibly have a chance of having sex with this other woman that I, you know, did have feelings for, but not as much as the other one. I would probably not tell her all about this stuff. I would keep yeah. it to myself. I would, yeah, I would. Joey would be the last thing I mentioned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd internalize that. And, of course, uh-huh. Dustin's got a big mouth, so. Uh, uh, all right, let, 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 let's nosedive uh, across the dance floor, out to the deck, where a very um, uh, drunk Jen. Um, oh God, how this turns into this? Okay. Oh, oh, can we start at the beginning? Yes, please, when, please. When okay, because Jack, <laughs> excuse me, took it upon himself to fix up to push Jen and Henry together. Yes. Jen takes it upon herself to to invite what's his face? Toby. What's his name? Toby. Toby e. to the prom. Oh, oh God! Uh, Toby to the prom. You know, to go with Jack, and you know, oh, I would love to go. Yeah. And Jack, oh, he was so mad. Oh, that was so funny. And then they're on the phone, and so she go. He, you know, who somebody rings the doorbell. Jen goes to answer it, and it's Drew. Yes, I would love to be your prom date. Oh no. my god, that was hilarious. I don't know. I don't know why that was so funny was, to me. I mean, Jack, Jack, the delight that Jack has in this, which is really funny at first, because he's like, "Why well, get mad when you can get even?" I mean. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the fact that, like, okay, she pushed him to, into having a date with Toby, who is a guy that at least he's being more friendly with, um, you know, whatever. He now set her up with a complete douchebag <laughs> that, you know... The villain of the season. And, and who's also connected to her shady New York past, which she's trying to come to grips with in the uh, uh-huh. therapy session. I mean, uh, I can, okay, I'll, I'll give Jack the benefit of the doubt. He probably just went ahead and did this and, as a big joke and didn't really consider the ramifications because moron, Jack. I mean, <laughs> the worst 
the worst date ever. Like he he would have done better if he just somehow got a hold of Henry and <laughs> got him to pick her up. Um, I love when Drew shows up at the Leary's house and everybody's all showing up together. And uh, 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 Drew's like, "Oh, a baby! Can I hold her?" And everybody's like, "No, oh, like, no!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> um. Uh, and and of course Jen starts drinking, and I just wrote in capital letters, "Can you blame her? <laughs> Can you blame her?" And yeah, here is Jen on the edge of a boat and nearly murders herself. <laughs> <laughs> and Drew Drew rescues her. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know, give it give it up for Drew for having quick reflexes, and you know he could have just been an asshole and was like, "You're drunk." I got better things to do and took off, but he was, he was there for her. Um, he's got some sort of weird little bond with Jen. Um, just unfortunately, he's so much of a douchebag that it's hard for me to be like, okay, he's redeemed, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost thinking he's going to be gone at the end of the season. I hope he's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, meanwhile, Jack, uh, Jack and Toby, um, you know, end up having a little bit of a kiss. You know, he says Jack says he was put off by Toby, but now he's can kind of admit that he is kind of into him, and uh, they have a little kiss. So I'm still not a big fan of that pairing. I, I just I'm not a fan. I just uh, I would have rather him been hit, hit, he uh, hook up with Parker. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like he doesn't like him, uh, and everybody's trying to make him like Toby, yeah. and he doesn't like him. He doesn't you know? If you don't like somebody, you don't like him. Just don't. <laughs> um, but Jack is—I don't know. Jack had a just had a really great time with him that evening, and had a lot of fun. Um, but it, it when it came to like doing other things other than being platonic, it kind of upset him. But then he was just—I guess he must have just was like, just been like, "What the hell? <laughs> Might as well." Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Um, Pacey. Oh, Pacey! <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Like, wow, that just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, sort of. I mean, it's like he just blew up on her. Yeah, the worst. The worst to blow up. Uh, okay, so Pacey, I mean, you can see throughout this episode, Pacey, you know, he's definitely, um, he's got that angst from um, uh, the whole drinking experience and then you know, blowing up and saying that I'm, this is all I am, you know, this is all I'll ever be is this, this place, you know? Um, and then, you know, he goes off, he goes away on this camping trip with Doug and comes back. And ever since he's come back from that trip, he's been like resisting Joey's advances, which I got to hand it to him. I, I, you know, to have a willpower that strong, (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, um, Pacey, can- oh yeah, yeah. They were uh, they were in her laying in her bed, and yeah. she's like, "You know what I want?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I want a ham sandwich. You want one? I'm gonna get up and fix us some ham sandwiches." Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And uh, yeah, and then he just keeps. You would rather have a ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> wrong. Um. <laughs> so uh, the 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 fouls. 
one after the other. The Corsage fail. The the, the worst limo. I was like, how is this oh company even in business? Yeah. <laughs> this guy and his limo. <laughs> Uh, just the grossest thing. Just shady, yeah, very shady limo. Like it looked like a hearse. Mm-hmm. Are we back on OJ again? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah. So so Pacey admits at the prom that he's trying to be perfect because you know that's just what you want. You want me to be perfect, and she's like, no, actually, I want you to be yourself. <laughs> I want you to be real. And uh, they end up kind of uh, storming away from each other. And I, I just, I was just like, can Joey ever have a nice prom? Like, she's going to look back because like, people are going to be like, what was your prom like, Joey? And she's going to be like, don't ever talk to me. Yeah. Uh, I ended in tears every time. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, just Pacey sees uh, Dawson with Joey and it gets crazy. He goes up to her and he's like, why are you with me? You know? I feel stupid and worthless. I feel like I'm nothing. Yeah, like, Joey has done nothing to make him feel bad about himself. Her accomplishments should not make him feel bad about himself. Yeah. uh, That's just weird, sick, twisted. It's definitely, I mean, he needs to go to therapy for four nights, four days a week. (laughs) The fact that, like, I wrote down, it's like, he's... He feels like he's got nothing left to give her. He's angry for her loving him in spite of how much he doesn't love himself. <laughs> Which, I got to I'm sorry, but, you know, that's a little bit for a teenager to know himself that much. Uh, yeah. Crazy. And that he's, that he's, he's getting angry about it. He's gonna, he's worried that he's just gonna keep taking his anger out on her. And, uh, um... And, uh, yeah, he's like, you think you deserve better than Cape Side? I am Cape Side. And you do. <laughs> mm. And then he throws a smoke grenade down and disappears. Yeah, I mean, I knew that... I knew it was going to end ugly. You know, I knew that something was going to happen, but I, I just didn't think it would go down like this. I, uh, just a, an incredible explosion. I... <laughs> I was like, wow, it really is a promicide. <laughs> <laughs> Some blood was left on that floor. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the, the end of the episode is just one very quiet limo drive back. And the, the driver's like, you know, you want to go to the after prom party? And there's nobody's responding. <laughs> so, um, what do you think's going to happen by the end of the season? God, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, please don't pair Joey and Dawson back up again. Yeah, they're going to get back together. In the, in the finale, they'll be back together. Yeah. I'm sure what I would... How, ma- uh, how many episodes till the end? We've got 50 episodes left. Okay, how oh. many till the end of this, this season? Yeah, next week is actually uh, our, our shorter week. It's uh, We have three episodes, um, which oh. is uh, our wrap-up of season four. The episode titles are Separation Anxiety... The Graduate and Coda. So, yeah. The Graduate. The Graduate. Somebody is going to graduate high school, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, the mayor will do a speech. <laughs> <laughs> and turn into a snake. 
so I gotta say, what 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 is uh, what's your predictions uh, for the end of season four? Like, you want to go like character by character and say what each of our predictions are? Well, I mean, I'm afraid that for Pacey, I mean, I just uh, it's not. It looks really really bad for him. Is this like, what they were saying? They were talking about uh, uh, Pacey's Creek. Is this is this the season of Pacey's Creek? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just looks truly bad. Like I can't see any hope for him this season. Like it's going to be bad. But they're all going to go to like somebody's going to go to college, and I don't. I, not, I have not heard of a like Cape Side University where all the community uh, kids go to. You know, they're, they're, uh-huh. they're somebody's going to college. <laughs> so yeah, are they all going to go to different colleges? Dawson's going to USC. How are they going to have Dawson's Creek with Dawson in Southern California? Dawson's California. (laughs) Dawson's Californication. (laughs) Like, how is that going to work, having your characters split up? They're they're not. They have to go to the same school. It's just not going to work out. Or, or, uh, like, uh, you know, maybe, like, Worthington and... Like some other school is going to be like near each other, and they're going to go to two different schools. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, it, it seems that Joey got the fifteen thousand dollars and is going to Worthington, right? That's it looks that yeah. way. And Dawson's going to USC. Jen is perhaps accepting that she's going to go to New York with Jack, and uh, Pacey's staying at Cape Side. And that's just not how you you can't do a season of television with characters and unless it's sense eight you know if they all connected to each other through their emotions um, uh, or something like that um, you could do that but um, I don't think Dawson's Creek's gonna work that way. <laughs> It, yeah, it's so weird, and 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 it's like, would they have a season of Dawson's Creek that's not in Dawson's Creek? <laughs> I know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just speculating. I think I know the answer too, but uh, um, it's interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking, um, you know, we'll definitely be able to talk about that next week. Um, uh, but it's interesting to think like how they possibly get to that. So, anyway, enough speculating. Um, anything else you want to say? Hashtag Pacey is Capeside. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. I need him to get a uh, um, a cape or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, hashtag precociousaurus, because I like that word that I made up. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. So, oh, so we got the finale, the uh, season finale. <gasps> Separation Anxiety, The Graduate, and Coda. That's right. All right. 78 episodes we've done, and we have 50 left. So So two more seasons. So I better get uh, on Amazon and order season five. You you could (laughs) if you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can just wait for uh, for, for, your Dropbox to get full. Um, Well, I'm enjoying buying. I I may watch them again at some other time. And also, I'm uh, sharing a with... uh, Another mom. Oh, really? Yeah, another mom. You know what I mean? Like a student's... I can't say she's my friend. I guess she's my friend. Okay. 
You want to talk <laughs> you know about I'm this saying? here? An acquaintance. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know me. All right, cool. All right, so uh, we'll see you all next week for the season four wrap-up. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.